You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, October 1st, 2011. Upcoming events. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? Everyone does, but few have answers. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. Don't miss this opportunity to learn biblical principles that will help you discover your destiny. Peace, joy, and satisfaction will be yours only if you find and fulfill your life purpose. This event will be presented in both live and virtual settings. The next live event will be held the first quarter of 2012. Recordings of this seminar are available on the website, cstrategieswork.com, for details. The SLA Alumni Event This event is exclusively for alumni of the Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. The journey of discovering your life purpose can be challenging. Periodically, you need encouragement, fresh perspective, and inspiration. This is the purpose of the annual alumni event. Each year, the event focuses on one of the key themes from the SLA Seminar and provides an oasis of refreshment for those who are truly engaged in discovering their life purpose. The theme of the next alumni event will be Blocks to Your Destiny. Don't miss this opportunity to be refreshed and refocused on your journey of discovering your life purpose. The next live event will be held the summer of 2012. Recordings of the alumni events are available on the website. See strategieswork.com for details. The BTS Seminar Financial Management Part 4, Organizational Finance. Every day, organizational leaders, both for-profit and not-for-profit, make financial decisions. Financial activities are so common that many rarely think deeply about them. We pay bills, buy, sell, trade, save, invest, give, and pay taxes routinely with little thought about key principles. Do key principles exist that we are to follow? If so, what are these principles and how do we discover them? The next BTS seminar will explore the key principles of organizational finance from a biblical worldview. Learn how God intended for organizations to function financially. If you practice God's principles, you will enjoy His favor. The next live event will be held October 28, 2011. The next webinar will be held November 7th, 14th, and 21st, 2011. See strategieswork.com for details. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help in learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. These consultants are equipped to help you grow in Christ and define and fulfill your divinely ordained life purpose. Please contact them or contact the Strategies at Work home office if you would like our help. See strategieswork.com for details. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, What do we do now? Throughout the fall and spring, few pundits gave credence to the possibility of a double-dip recession. Now most, if not all, of these same pundits have changed their minds. Fear of a global recession has gripped the financial markets. The cause of this calamity is blamed on both government and business. Worldwide, people are increasingly losing confidence in both to manage the economy. Earlier this year, McKinsey & Company's Global Managing Director, Dominic Barton, issued a call to action directed at global business leaders. His thesis is that the current economic calamity reflects a flawed practice of capitalism as a business system. Therefore, reform is needed. And if the global business community does not reform itself, then public pressure will force governments to exert control. Over the past two years, Dominic met with more than 400 business and government leaders seeking to understand the state 
of business worldwide. These conversations convinced him that the global systems of business, which are mostly capitalistic, must change. In the spring of 2011, he published an article in the Harvard Business Review on the need to reform the paradigm of capitalism currently and widely practiced. Martin argued that if the current economic crisis, blamed at least partially on failed capitalistic business systems, is not properly addressed and the economy collapses again, capitalism may no longer be a socially acceptable economic philosophy. He asserts that the problem with the current paradigm of capitalism is threefold. There is short-termism. Companies are focused on serving shareholders instead of stakeholders. And corporate governance is weak. Following is a summary of these three problems and Barton's proposed reforms. Reforming short-termism. The difference between the East and West is the time of frame of thinking strategically. Asians think in terms of 10 to 15 years. Korea reportedly has a 60-year vision. The U.S. and Europe are generally myopic with regard to business and investment matters. For example, in the USA, the, the average CEO tenure is six years. Politicians are focused on the next election. The average holding period for equities is seven months. Hyperspeed trading, the holding period is measured in seconds, accounts for 70% of all equity trading. The leverage points in the fight against short-term myopia are the sources of capital. Of the $186 trillion in investment capital worldwide, $65 trillion, or 35%, comes from pension funds, insurance companies, mutual funds, and sovereign wealth funds. One would presume that these sources of capital would be long-term thinking, but they aren't. So the question is why? Because investment managers are evaluated based on short-term metrics and engaged based on short-term contracts. Furthermore, the investment managers are compensated based on assets under management, which increases as short-term results increase. Therefore, there's no incentive on the part of the investors or the investment managers to think long-term. Consequently, short-term thinking by investors results in short-term management of companies. Barton's recommendations are twofold. Review the performance of investment managers every three to five years instead of yearly. Change the diversification strategy from holding thousands of companies to holding stocks in hundreds of companies, enabling investment managers to actively engage with the companies they own to help improve performance. Serving all stakeholders. Greed is good is the business philosophy in vogue today, though few admit it. Barton expressed the philosophy this way. Without some overarching financial goal to guide and gauge a firm's performance, critics fear managers could divert corporate resources to serve their own interests rather than the owners. The result of this philosophy is a focus on serving shareholders rather than stakeholders, such as employees, suppliers, customers, creditors, communities, and even the environment. Serving stakeholders is viewed as counterproductive to serving shareholders, even though many business leaders will acknowledge that serving stakeholders is a viable way to improve profitability. In the West, the greed is good philosophy has eroded confidence in the capitalistic economic system. Though many executives and investors believe they must lead not only in business, but also in social and political matters, Few act on this because of the pressure for short-term results. Consequently, the greed is good philosophy continues to drive investors, the capital markets, 
and therefore business. Martin's proposed reform is to focus on serving all stakeholders as a way to maximize, over the long term, the return to the shareholders. Corporate Governance Corporate governance or corporate ownership is generally very fragmented. Boards should serve as proxies for the owners, that is the shareholders, but many board members have little vested interest in the companies that they serve. Furthermore, many corporate boards members lack specific synergistic expertise. Consequently, the boards don't ask the right questions and or don't know the right questions to ask, and they're not motivated to become informed. As a result, management tends to listen to the largest investor or the media and the people who make the most noise. These parties generally are myopic and narcissistic. According to studies by McKinsey, the most effective ownership structure combines some exposure in the public markets for discipline and capital access with a commitment to long-term ownership. Barton's recommendations are threefold. First, the ownership-based governance requires boards who are engaged, knowledgeable, and function like owners. CEOs must be evaluated against long-term goals. Furthermore, they need to have a significant investment in the company, and their compensation must be linked to the fundamental drivers of long-term value. Long-term shareholders should be given increased voting power. So here's his conclusion. His conclusions are simple. Myopic thinking needs to be replaced by long-term thinking. Companies should seek to serve all stakeholders as the best way to increase shareholder value. And boards should govern like owners. He believes that this reformed paradigm of capitalism will facilitate a stronger, more resilient, more equitable, more trustworthy, and more efficacious business system. Now, my temptation is to buy into this fine-sounding argument. However, the Apostle Paul warned against being deceived by fine-sounding arguments. Let me read you Colossians 2, verses 2 through 4. My purpose is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. Paul is describing an argument that sounds credible, but is not based on Christ as a fine-sounding argument. Barton's analysis and proposed reforms appear to be offered based on a deistic or naturalistic worldview. Arguments based on naturalistic thinking are at best partially true. Arguments based on Christ are profoundly true. What would be the conclusion if Barton's data were to be interpreted based on a biblical worldview that is based on Christ? So here's his conclusion reconsidered. While many of Mr. Barton's conclusions seem reasonable and somewhat biblical, they are not as profoundly biblical as they could be. The following table shows the three major areas of reform suggested by Barton. In the left column, and then the middle column shows Barton's proposed reforms, and the right column shows a more profound biblical idea. The best solution to myopic thinking is a multi-generational view rather than Barton's proposed three- to five-year view, which is single-generational thinking. The next issue raised by Barton is shareholder-focused. Of course, his proposed solution is to be stakeholder-focused. And, of course, the biblical reform is to be Christ-focused. While it is better to be stakeholder-focused than shareholder-centric, a better perspective is to be Christocentric. 
Colossians 3.23 instructs us to work as if God is our boss, which he is. So the real focus of any business should be Christocentric. Knowing that God is our boss and being focused on him, we will serve all stakeholders, including the shareholders, in accordance with the will and ways of God. And the third issue, the final issue he raised was weak boards. His solution was more engaged boards. The biblical approach is boards focused on the will of God. So weak boards reflect not just unengaged boards, but boards who do not understand how to discern the will and ways of God. Sound governance of any organization is rooted in a clear understanding of God's purpose for the organization and a commitment to governing based on his ways. That is a biblical worldview. So what do we do now? The answer is profoundly simple. The solution to the failed business system is not naturalistic reform, as proposed by Martin, but biblical reform. Only then can the people of the world enjoy the blessings that flow from alignment with the will and ways of God.